I can flux with that. Uh, 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 uh. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Rap Rap, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to basketball. And LeBron James, after 14 years, eliminated in the first round. It was 18 years. Whatever. His first round exit. That's pretty impressive when you think about it. Yeah, but it's so it's so sweet. It's so sweet. <laughs> oh, my God. Because everyone was like, look at LeBron. He went to the West and dominated and and won the championship. And I was just like, in a in a shortened season? Come on. Mm-hmm. And he had AD was hurt. Oh, that's uh, AD was hurt. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, I don't care. He was eliminated. <laughs> Not to mention, he was eliminated by the Phoenix Suns. The last time the Phoenix Suns advanced past the first round, do you know what team they defeated? The LA Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> A Steve Nash led Phoenix Suns beat a prime Kobe Bryant Los Angeles Lakers. Not for nothing. This week for sports has been the week for haters because <laughs> the Maple Leafs that that choke job getting eliminated by the maple by the by the Canadians. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, it's 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 a good week. The Yankees got hammered yesterday. Oh, did they? Yeah, nine to two. Oof. The the Mets lose on a on a wild pitch. Yeah. Like if it's time to hate, if hating <laughs> season has begun. Oh, this, is this is fact. This is fact. And it and it will continue into the world of professional wrestling. Mm. On SoundCloud.com slash grapples the apps. It's grapples the number two. Apples, you don't like SoundCloud? You got Apple Podcasts. You got Google Podcasts. You got iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As always, I am one of your hosts, the very sensual. Mr. Sunglasses at night himself, your boy, the general, your champion, continuing to be your god, Shades, joined remotely by my hetero life, mate. Ill will the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, the godfather, Mr. Certified, whatever you need to be, that's who I is, because baby, that's who I is, baby. That's what it is. So, th- so thrill. Yes, sir. Not a lot of news this week in professional wrestling, but some some earth shattering news. Word. If I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. We have some contracts not being renewed in AEW. We have a butt ton of releases <laughs> in the WWE. Some shocking, some not so shocking. But before we get into any of that, please 
thrilled. Do me a favor. What to do? Bring me that bell. All right. So like Shane said, there's not a lot to talk about on either side of the professional wrestling spectrum, I guess. Um, what's not the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? Pendulum. Yeah, pendulum. Um, but in the world of the professional wrestling outside of WWE, here's what we got. Both Shanna and Awesome Kong will not have or did not have their contracts renewed with AEW. Now, this on its own is somewhat interesting, but with the news that we'll get to later, it becomes even more interesting. So for those of you who have been or have not been watching AEW, Shanna had a few matches. Um, She was pretty impressive when she did have the matches, but they were all pre-pandemic. Once the pandemic hit, I think she's from Brazil. And so she wasn't really able to make the travel commitments. Um, And so we haven't seen her since. Awesome Kong, um, who some people might remember as Karma in WWE. um, She also was... I don't want to say a major player, but she was, you know, pretty significant early on. She was paired with Brandy. At some point, they had that weird faction going on. It was all pre-pandemic. Where she was cutting, like, she was cutting people's hair, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm trying to remember what the, the night, was Nightmare something? I don't remember what their name was. But she was around doing that. And then, again, with the pandemic, and I believe also she was suffering from some injuries. Um, From what I understand, Awesome Kong has a bunch of nagging injuries from her professional wrestling career. And so that's why she's been more focused into acting, where she she was phenomenal on GLOW. Um, So I think with all that being said, AEW and these two women have all agreed that they're just not going to renew their contracts. And I think... For Awesome Kong, that might be fine. You know, I don't think she's really dying to be in the ring right now. And Shanna, I'm sure she can find work elsewhere. It might just be easier for her to get work elsewhere at the time. And just because they're not renewed now doesn't mean they can't come back at some point later. Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing with AEW is that, yeah, you may not be under contract now and you may, you know, they may part ways, but there's always that opportunity to come back for a one-off right. or a couple of matches right. where there's no commitment, you know? Exactly. Yeah. That's a- why I like AEW contracts so much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they do, while they do have um, some of their wrestlers on exclusive contracts, they also do a lot of um, date by date contracts or, you know, non-exclusives, one-time deals. You know, there's a lot of flexibility with AEW, which is, you know, it's fun especially when rolling and taking way into the next piece of news. When we have things like the Casino Battle Royale. So the Joker card for the Casino Battle Royale at Double or Nothing was Leo Rush. Now, when Leo came out, hey, I popped because I'm a fan of Leo Rush, but I also popped because I was surprised. I knew that he was working at MLW, and I know he had been working with New Japan, and so seeing him with AEW to me was like, whoa, A, does that mean he's done with MLW? Because I know he was one of their champions. I don't remember what title it was. Um, 
And what does that mean for him in New Japan? Is this more New Japan AEW crossover? Because we've been seeing a little bit of that lately. You know, we had Yuji Nagata, so on and so forth. Um, and so I was like, hey, is that what's happening? Well, yes and no. So I don't remember if we covered this or if we knew this concretely at the time, but back in April, Leo Rush signed an exclusive contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling. So any work that he's doing for other promotions is on a permission basis only. So his appearance at Double Double or Nothing had to be approved by New Japan, which it was. Any further appearances by Leo Rush at AEW would have to be approved by New Japan, which is good and bad. It's kind of disappointing because, again, I'm a fan of Leo Rush. So I was hoping to see more of him in AEW. But the fact that he's under contract, which has already been approved once for him to appear with AEW, tells me that, again, New Japan is willing to work with AEW. And I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is also... We also need to take into account what's going to happen with WWE in New Japan. Right, right. We don't know what's going on with that. There's still no details on what that was about. Yeah, so right now we're still kind of up in the air waiting to see what happens with with that. Because um, I know for a fact Leo Rush is not going to want to work with WWE. Yeah, no. But I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't really think anything's really going to come of the WWE New Japan talks. If they're if New Japan is smart, they have no reason to, you know they they have a pretty significant hold on the wrestling scene in Japan, and they're starting to make way here in the states, and if they continue to use other platforms like AEW, Impact, etc., they can find themselves maybe not as popular, but popular enough here in the states i don't think they need wwe to be honest no um i don't know right now it's the landscape of of professional wrestling is in such i wouldn't say disarray because it's not like it's not disarray it's in flux it's in flux it's definitely in flux um where and i can anything can happen i can flux with that uh 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 uh, uh. Why? <laughs> I mean, right now with WWE, the, <clears throat> their whole roster is in flux. Right. So I'm, and we'll get to that, but Ooh, girl, like job security right now is at a premium. Yeah. Ooh. You got a contract, you better hope. <laughs> you better hope that's a long-term contract. Hold on to that contract with dear with your dear life. Anyway, yeah. Speaking of look at that, another segue, just segueing, just segueing. Speaking of a former WWE superstar who was released. The formerly known as Steven Cutler or Steve Cutler. I don't I don't know what whatever has made his debut at Impact Wrestling via a little vignette. And he'll be going by his shoot name, Steve Macklin? Macklin. Macklin. That's a pretty dope last name. I ain't gonna front. 
Steve Macklin. That's pretty dope. That sounds like a detective. <laughs> it does, like a like a detective from Chicago. Yeah. Macklin, yes. Yes. Exactly. Detective Macklin here. Come on, son. Come on, son. Yeah, it's um definitely a cool name. Better than Stephen Cutler, that's for sure. Oh yeah, I mean Stephen Cutler is kind of Steve Cutler. I'm sorry, Steve kind of, Cutler. I I I for a long time I called him Jay Cutler. <laughs> that's a football player. I said that's a quarterback. Uh, the vignette was uh, really short. It was just him taking a stiff drink of uh, the alcohols. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay, <laughs> right, all right. Like uh, impact, you had like the opportunity to get a Samoa Joe or a, a Daniel Bryan, and you get Steve Cutler. Well, remember. Joe was released, 90-day non-compete clause. I understand that, but still, like, uh, it's just for argument's sake. Like, Yeah, 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 I hear you, I hear you. I mean, who knows? Maybe there's something in Steve Macklin that we don't know about. Or maybe he's just going to do, like, uh, like Matt Cardona. He's going to pop in, do his thing, and then dip out. Matt Cardona. That guy is the perennial jobber. And he thinks he's more than that. Oh, come on. It's like you only had good storylines because of Cody and because of John Cena. And then you had a one-day reign as IC champion. Stop yourself. I mean, look, he got himself over online. And that's commendable. And then Vince didn't like that, so he squashed now it's not com- Now it's not commendable. Everyone gets themselves over online. Well, I mean, at the time, it was unheard of. Oh yeah, he was the first of his kind. He was revolutionary. And unfortunately, it was just, you know, wrong place, wrong time. Speaking of wrong place, wrong time, Shades, hit him with the biggest the, the big boy news of the week. Man. Wrong place, wrong time for everyone in WWE right now. Um it 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 was released uh, hmm. sometime in the <laughs> pun very much intended um, <laughs> Wednesday if I'm not mistaken sounds about right that WWE released Santana Garrett Murphy Lana Ruby Riot Alistair Black Braun Strowman What? Bro, it's been two days and listening to you go off that list, I'm still I'm shaking my head. Shaking my head. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. Okay, so let's let's look at names that kind of make sense. Santana Garrett. Sure. Makes sense. Murphy. Kinda makes sense. Mm-hmm. The last thing we saw Murphy in, like the program was with the Mysterios and yeah. he was with um Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Weird. Lana makes sense. We got a motorboat going over there. What the hell? Welcome to the hood, (laughs) y'all. Lana makes sense. 
yes and no. But we'll, I, I want to break down each release one by one. But go ahead. Okay, so Santana Garrett, we can kind of really gloss over because that's a obvious, like that's no brainer. Like, well, okay, so yeah. here's a. a wait, do you want to keep going or do you want to do the the the, the Let's one by go one? one by one? Okay. Let's go one by one. So the thing that confused me about Santana Garrett, and it's only confusing to me based on what I've heard recently. Throughout the last 48 hours, I've heard that she was set to debut and was even given a date for her debut on the main roster. Psych. That's so, the wrong number. Exactly. So that's that's the confusing part about her release. Because from what I understand, they, she was told, okay, hey, you're getting called up, let's say, in two weeks. And then the next call she got was, sorry, fam, unemployed. So that I, I don't get that. If that's true, which I, I kind of have to dig a little deeper to find out if that's true or not. But if that's true, A, like, why, like, how did you get from, all right, we're going to debut her on the main roster to never mind, let's just release her. And then B, why would you tell the poor girl that she's going to get called up and then release her? Yeah. That's just like, I. that's disrespect on a whole different level. But she, like you said, she was the, the like, you know, if we're talking about the totem pole or the pecking order, she's the bottom of the bottom. So, like, all right, whatever. Like, before I heard that she was going to get called up, to me, I was like, all right, well, there's one that makes sense at least. So, we've gone over Santana Garrett, right? Let's mm-hmm. go over Murphy. Okay. We said he hasn't been in the program since the Mysterio thing. Mm-hmm. He was uh, feuding with Seth Rollins, which went nowhere. basically Died yep, very just, quickly. Just fizzled. So his release kind of makes sense. Former Cruiserweight champion. A former Cruiserweight champion. God, you remember that match when he won the championship? That was that was such a good match. In Australia. Yeah, man. That match was a banger. Um, Did he win the tag titles with Seth? You know, it feels like he did, but I'm not sure. Like, instinctually, okay. I want to say yes, but I, I, I can't say for sure. So, uh, funny enough, uh, he was NXT Tag Champs with, with Steve Cutler. Yes, 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 yes. That's when they had um, Alexa Bliss, right? As their valet? Yes. Um, but... Let's see, let's he see. Did, he, he yeah, didn't... yeah. Raw Tag Team Champion one time with Seth Rollins. See, I knew it. I knew for a fact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, like you said, Murphy being released makes sense because we haven't seen him do anything. He hasn't been on TV since his program fizzled out with the Mysterios and Seth. Um, so in terms of like visibility, I guess it makes sense that he was released. In terms of talent, you, I mean, they totally could have used Murphy. I don't. I mean, he's a good worker. The issue with Murphy is that, to me, I feel like he doesn't exude personality. I, he's got a great look. He's got a great look, in my opinion, and he's very skilled in the ring. I think he's a great worker, but I just, I don't. If you told me to describe Murphy as a character, whether it's Buddy Murphy or just Murphy, I don't know that I have anything for you. Okay. Um, yes and no. So, 
If you asked me to describe Buddy Murphy to you, I would like personality black hole. Like he's he doesn't really have that mm-hmm. personality, mm-hmm. but he reminds me of Petey Williams in Impact Wrestling in TNA. Okay, same build, same athleticism. I think Buddy Murphy's a little bit more athletic than Petey Williams. Mm-hmm. Um. But Petey's, like, low personality was masked behind Team Canada. And then when Team Canada disbanded, he was, excuse me, he was with uh, Big Papa Pump mm-hmm. as uh, Little Petey Pump. Uh, he dressed like him. He dyed his hair. He got the facial hair. Same thing as, like, like Scott Steiner. Mm-hmm. So that, like, that kind of, sh- like, opened him up to, like, some personality. Right. When... You're in NXT, you don't really need that much of a personality when Alexa Bliss is your valet. Yeah. That's and fair. you really didn't do anything as a disciple for Seth Rollins. Yeah. So the release kind of makes sense. Yeah. It's especially if you're if they're just going to bring you back down to if they brought you back down to NXT. <laughs> <clears throat> put him in the North American Championship scene or mm. the Cruiserweight scene again, mm. I think he'll shine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that gives him time to work on his character and personality. He, you know what? Now you, now you mentioned it. I think he would have been great as a singles wrestler in NXT. He can go back to NXT similar to Finn Balor, mm-hmm. right? I'm back here because I lost my grit. I lost my edge getting called up to, to Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And I I lost myself when I left N- uh, NXT. Mm-hmm. And now I'm here to show people who I really am. And he can still keep the Murphy part. He doesn't have to go back to Buddy Murphy. I, 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 the I mean, name doesn't really It's all difference. gone at this point. But yeah, he totally could have done that. And then you go on a singles run. Yeah. But, I mean, look at that. We just booked Buddy Murphy for, what, at least a three three or four-month program. Easily. We're talking... In ten minutes on a podcast. And you mean to tell me people who are getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars can't book something? They got nothing for them. Let's 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 move on to the next person on the list. Mm-hmm. I'm going in obviously in order of least importance. <laughs> so I should have started with Lana, to be honest. <laughs> Disrespect. Lana. CJ Perry. Uh CJ Perry. Yes. You said you had something for her, right? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to go. Okay. Um, I'm all out. <laughs> all right. The thing with Lana, like you said, I do. It, it, this is one of those. It makes sense. Doesn't make sense. Um, They just. Okay. So in my opinion, if you're going to release Lana, why not do it when you released Miro? Why not? do that instead of waiting putting her through 
a ridiculously asinine program that only served to make her look weaker than weak and then release her now after that program went nowhere because they ran the program for months 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 and it never came out the way it should have what what was her victory well at the end of the day what was her victory because she never won the championship she never got the tag titles off of uh Shayna and Nia Jax so what was her victory Oh, she um, she was the the sole survivor at the no, World Survivor Series. No, 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 no. That's not a victory. The, the way they booked that, that's her victory. What do you mean, brother? Where she got yelled at and relig after so she, the you mean the match where she actually performed well and then got yelled at and put in the corner like a bleeping child and then won by default. That was that was her big. That was her victory. Come on, man. So she runs this whole program that, again, just fizzled out maybe, what, not even a month ago? They put her in a tag no, team. More, they more put her in a, they, No, she's been tagging with Naomi. Yeah, but they weren't going anywhere. But that's, but that's, my, that's what I'm saying, though, is that, like, you, you did all this, then you put her with Naomi. First you put her with Asuka, and then we're like, nah. And then you put it with Naomi, and then you just release her. I don't, I don't, it doesn't, I don't, I don't understand the thought process. And I look, I get that Lana's not a great wrestler, although she's been improving. Whenever she gets to actually work, for the most part lately, it's been pretty impressive. But I just don't understand how, how we got from A to B. When you could have just done this months ago, instead of wasting everyone's time and putting her through the table nine nine weeks in a row, it was like thirteen weeks in a row or something like oh that. Oh my gosh! I don't know, whatever. But the, if let, let's keep going and see just how upset I can get. I mean, I, I you you covered the Lana stuff. I I didn't need to. Uh, let's move on to something that's definitely going to upset you. Ruby Riot being released. You go first. <laughs> I I got nothing right now. This one actually doesn't make me as upset as much as it makes me hopeful. Anyone who's been listening to the show for more than a minute, knows that I'm a fan of Ruby Riot. I have been since before she came to WWE. They brought her to NXT. They gave her a great character. It was working. They called her up as part of the Riot Squad. It made no sense to me. But then they made it work. And then they broke up the Riot Squad. And then they released Sarah Logan. And then... They put them back together and they made it work again better than even the first time. They put them in so many tag matches. They literally challenged for the tag titles last Friday. And we're even developing a story 
where after they lost, they did a backstage interview for their YouTube channel. And the interviewer asked, hey, what's next for you guys? What do you do now? And Ruby's like, I don't know, but something's got to change. This can't keep happening. We can't keep getting this close to the tag titles just for them to slip away. I don't know what's, what we're going to do. I don't know what's next, but something's got to give. And she storms off angry. Were we going to get the seeds of dissent between her and Liv? Were we going to get a new, more aggressive Riot Squad, which is what I thought they were going to do? Like, they planted the seeds for something. And then just said, no, never mind. They planted the seeds for a release. It, for a release. And the release, and, and, and please understand, folks, this is no disrespect to Liv Morgan. But of the two of them, you released Ruby? This is the same woman who, when they first called her up, they kept saying, future women's champion, future women's mm-hmm. champion, future women's champion because she has it she has it she's absolutely has what it takes to be a woman's champion and then and 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 if you don't believe me maybe you forgot about the what was it eight woman tag match where Liv morgan got concussed and and ruby riot had to call the rest of the match on the spot in a match that involved eight women who one of whom was concussed it's a six-man tag a six-woman tag no was it six i thought it was i thought it was four and four it was, no it's the riot squad and no one else versus uh brie mode and like uh, a couple other people whatever uh, those probably the bellas and so i don't know who else anyway okay fine whatever still it's look i'm not a professional wrestler i've never been in the ring but by all accounts and from just watching it there's it's clearly obvious that calling a match in the ring on the fly is not easy in a singles match nonetheless when you're involving that many other participants one of whom is concussed and she was able to call the rest of the match so that they can get through it when when that happened we talked about that here on the show and we mentioned how how much of a rare quality that is yeah and they decide and this is the person that they decided to release it doesn't make any listen by all means wwe you want to drop the ball on this one you dropped it you dropped it real hard and everyone on every all so many of 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 the current superstars on WWE have been going to Twitter and have been singing her praises and saying how wherever she lands is going to, they're going to reap the benefits. And it's true. I want so badly for Ruby riot to end up in AEW. And I don't care what she calls herself because she is such a fantastic talent and she would fit perfectly on AEW's roster. She, she, she made a statement today talking about how grateful she was and all that stuff. And she said, you know, the name Heidi Lovelace was given to me. The name Ruby Riot was taken away from me. But wherever, whatever I'm called, this is not the end. And so I don't, I don't know if she's going to go um, by some other name or if she's going to go by her, her shoot name, which is Dory um, 
or her full name, Dory Prange. I don't, I don't know what she's going to do, but that woman needs to be on the phone with somebody today so that in 90 days she's on someone's TV screen. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read some tweets from, uh, some, some people that reacted to the releases. Miro, who's been outspoken with WWE about WWE, mm-hmm. says you can't soar with eagles if you're hanging with the turkeys. Mm. Damn, that's a shot. That's a shot. Damn. <laughs> uh, L- Liv Morgan, whoever's lucky enough to get Heidi Lovelace on their roster, you win. Mm-hmm. Um, Renee Paquette. Mrs. John Moxley. What a horrible mismanagement management of some really talented people. Sucks. It's it's the most important thing right now is Alistair Black or Tommy End is what he's going by now um, on Instagram. Uh, he has this long uh, paragraph, and at the end of it, it says, Till we, maybe, one day meet again. Rest in peace, Alistair Black. Long live, Tommy End. And then somebody put up a, a picture and tagged him in it with him, Darby Allen, and Sting. Mm. I don't like that. Mm. I do not want Aleister Black associated with any kind of tag team. That is one <laughs> of the reasons why they couldn't do anything with him when he came to the main roster. They paired him with Ricochet, and he went nowhere. Keep him alone. Let's move on to Alistair Black. Um, I don't get this. Last week, he interferes in the main event of Biggie versus Apollo Crews Intercontinental Championship match. Distracts Biggie, costs him the match. I guess Big E got so upset that he cost him the match <laughs> that he told him, Vince, this guy's got to go. <laughs> I mean. Bro, this dude was mid-program and they released him. I, I... Mid-pro... They just finished cutting all these vignettes. This is a brand new character, the Dark Father. And then he's released? What what? <laughs> what? I don't I don't get it, bro. Oh, today on Twitter, I think it was um I think Ricochet posted a picture of when him, Mustafa, and Alistair were all in the ring together, uh, cross legged. I was like, ah, oh, I remember that. That was cool. Well, there goes that. One of them's out of a job, and the other two are never on TV anymore. 
Mid program, bro. I've have you ever? I can't remember ever seeing like literally mid program get released. I I I don't know what WWE's doing, man. And did you hear what Booker had to say about Aleister Black? No. I'm going to paraphrase, but he essentially said Alistair Black is a great worker, but he doesn't have the talent to like to sell. He's a great worker and he's got the MMA thing going on and all this other stuff. And he's got his and he's got his, he's got his kung fu, but like who is he really? And I'm like, Booker, I don't think you understand Alistair Black or what you're even watching. Booker T. With all due respect, shut the F up. You don't know what you're talking about. Any questions that you had about Aleister Black, watch anything on the indie scene. Watch mm-hmm. anything in NXT. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. Hold on, let me see. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Um, Alistair Black is, quote, Alistair Black is a good worker, but I'm looking for a guy that's, quote-unquote, talent. I'm looking for a guy that's going to go out and do things totally different than everybody else on the roster. Alistair Black had his MMA getup, his kung fu, karate, black mask for the finisher. I get it. But for me, Alistair Black was a guy that didn't set himself apart from the rest of the guys in the locker room. What is this man watching? I want to know what Booker T was watching. Who else had an entrance where he raised up from a coffin, where he came to the ring, did a like, you know, he did a flip into the cross leg Yoda yoga pose in the middle of the ring. Who else had a moveset like him? Where, bro, the guy would lift you up with his foot by your chin to deliver his finish, which was a kick. Come on, man. I, I said this to my brother the other day when we were talking about this on Wednesday when this first happened. And I, I've said it, I think I've said it to you even before, even on the show. Alistair Black could have been a modern day Undertaker. Yeah, we, we've said this at least a year ago. If you book him correctly, mm-hmm. he can be he can usurp Undertaker as the, that that new like the Lord of Darkness thing. Mm-hmm. And it, and and it doesn't and need not, to be the, the yeah I'm sorry the ahead, special effects. It doesn't need to be like the mm-hmm. the the spooky do the, mm-hmm. the special effects like mm-hmm. similar to like the Fiend. Mm-hmm. You just book him the right way. You mm-hmm. book him like a like a a true like you have him start off as a monster heel. And then, like, eventually, you have him win the the, the 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 championship. Or if you don't even want to push him to the championship, have him win the mid card belt. Mm-hmm. Just do something with him. Everyone always said that Bray was the predecessor to the Undertaker, but the minute I saw NXT's version of Aleister Black, I thought that is the predecessor. I mean, the successor, excuse me. That's the successor. That's the modern day Undertaker. And I, I keep reiterating modern day 
because I don't want, nor did I think he should follow in the footsteps, like you said, with the spooky do stuff. I'm not saying he should, you know, play a story where he's a dead person. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he should, you know, uh, digging holes and burying souls and whatever it was. Like it, I'm not saying all that. But his presence, his aura, and the way he moves, his physicality, could have been reminiscent of The Undertaker. Dark, brooding, intimidating, could legitimately mess you up. You know? His entrance was phenomenal. His, his, and talking about entrances, The Undertaker would come out for half an hour. You know? His music, with his presentation, Alistair Black was made money. And they didn't see it on the main roster. They didn't do it. They had him in the room. That stupid in the room stuff that they had working with him for like a year ago was dumb. And they started working on this new thing. The Dark Father. And and the idea, from what I understand, was he wanted to create a character who knew that he had done something evil but couldn't remember what it was. And so it plagued him. That's an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Imagine a character who knows they've done something wrong, but they don't know what. They know they're evil inside, but they don't know how or why. He's a face, or he thinks he's a face, but he knows he's a heel. He presents as a face, but he knows he's a heel. Come on, that's interesting. It's similar to um, Sean O'Hare's Devil's Advocate thing. Mm. It's it's, WWE lost a very good wrestler. Yeah, and apparently a very creative one also. And AEW is going to reap the benefits. Okay, okay. So you think AEW? I was talking to Ugo. That boy needs to go to New Japan. Think about it. Think about no. it. No? no? With no. his hard-hitting style? No. Bro, Alistair Black works mad stiff. So what? I think he'd fit in like a glove. No. There's no, there's no room for him right now. There's nothing for him to do in New Japan. There's nothing for him to do in New Japan right now. Unless you do, like I said uh, a couple weeks ago, that one-night tournament uh, to crown the new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. And he's in that tournament. That's the only way I see it. Like Right now, there's no, there's no program for him. If you give him... If you give him his own stable, his own faction, where he's no. the leader. There's too many factions already. That's what, that's what New Japan is all about. No. And, and he's not Bullet Club, for sure. He's not LIJ. I mean, if he would be, he would be LIJ, if anything. But he's not LIJ. He's too dark for LIJ. He's not okay, More dark than evil? Bro, evil's a cartoon. Get out of here. I can't stand evil anymore. More dark than evil? Come on. You're right. He would have fit in. See? But, like, that would have worked. Him and evil in the same group. 
not as a tag team because I don't because I don't like that. But I don't know. I would have liked to see him in New Japan. But shoot, I'm I'm game for AEW also. I don't care. Sign him up. Sign him up. I just don't want to see him in 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 Impact. I don't think that would work for him and his character. I think Impact doesn't know how to use characters like him. I mean, look at what happened with Ethan Page. I think mm. a I think I don't I don't think that Impact knows how to handle like I don't want to say supernatural, but because you know and you know you you know if he goes to Impact, they're gonna pair him with Rosemary in two seconds. Yeah, I don't need to see that. I don't want to see Rosemary, and and now that Sue Young is back to being Sue Young, like I don't want to see all that. I don't want to. I don't want to see Alistair tied to that. So, no impact. AEW or New Japan, in my opinion. Mm, yeah, agreed. And now the biggest name, arguably, maybe not even arguably, is Braun Strowman, former. <sighs> Universal champion, prominent, perennial, excuse me, not prominent, perennial main eventer, Braun Strowman. How they release Braun? Bro, this, I I don't even understand. I don't get it. This dude is ripped, shredded beef, agile, phenomenal look, imposing, like good enough on the mic while he can improve but good enough my man was selling you merch get them hands was selling like hotcakes i was in an arena during his program with roman reigns where everyone was on their feet watching a tv screen because he put roman in ambulance that whole segment was amazing and 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 what are they what, what what they've been punking him out for like a year and a half now and and this is the final punk. Yep. I I when I saw Braun Strowman's face on the thumbnail of an article, I was like, "Yo, did this guy just die?" <laughs> it's the only explanation. He must be dead. Much to my surprise, he was released. How do you release Braun Strowman? I don't understand, bro. You know, you want. I've, I've actually looked. You know their excuse. They did. They had no plans for any of these superstars. Well, we'll we'll get to the real reason in a bit. I'm seeing a bunch of different things about the reason. There is no reason to release Braun Strowman. I'm not a, a, a huge fan of Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, like his mic was was kind of, uh, how do I put this politely? <laughs> it needed improvement. Yeah, yeah. It, okay, yeah. It, it needed improvement. He wasn't. He wasn't good on the mic, and he was just. Slightly above terrible. Like, <laughs> like, yo, you're the worst. Bro. A couple of a couple of months ago, you and I were talking about it, and he was talking about like Pythagorean theorem yeah, and all this other. Yeah, like, he was he, he was channeling his inner ultimate warrior. He was he, like he was 
he was struck. Uh, the cosmos are going to open up and I'm going to rain down fire from the heavens. It's like, bro, shut up. Like, that doesn't make any sense. This is a, yo, you but, sound like the uh, the scrubs, the intern. I'm going to get you. Now I'm going to probe you because I'm the intern. <laughs> 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 oh man, I'm gonna go watch that episode once we're done. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, a former Universal Champion, former Tag Champion, former Money in the Bank winner, former Greatest Royal Rumble winner, former Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner. Man. Did you, did you say tag team champion? Did you say that? I said tag team champion with okay. Nicholas. <laughs> so stupid. I I don't understand. I really don't. And you know who's going to benefit the most from this? Mm. Impact Wrestling. Mm. You think he's impact bound? Yeah. Interesting. There's nothing there's nothing for him in AEW. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. His his, his in ring skill will be exposed in AEW. I think what's good about Braun, and again, I was having my brother and I had a very lengthy conversation about this on Wednesday. Um, I think he'll be fine. No matter what happens, he may not even go back to wrestling. He could go into acting. Like once he's gotten the WWE exposure. I think he'll be fine. He can go back to strongman competitions. He can continue wrestling if he wants to. He can go into acting. I think Braun will be of all of, of all of them. I think he'll be fine in terms of like yeah. being able to do something outside of WWE. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Now, with that said, let's talk about why they were released. From a fan perspective, from a booking perspective, a lot of this doesn't make sense. We've already covered all that. Now, here's the reality of the situation. Braun's most recent contract was signed recently. The negotiations were long. Apparently, he was not budging. He was tough to negotiate with. And he ended up getting, I believe, about a million a year making him one of, like, in the top 10 highest-paid wrestlers on their con- under contract with WWE. So, that's money off the books. They've been releasing more people, releasing more people, calling budget cuts, budget cuts, budget cuts. Now, listening to Wrestling Observer Radio, talking to people who know nothing about wrestling, and viewing things from a purely business perspective, This looks like one thing and one thing only. WWE is getting ready to sell. Not only did I hear that just in conjecture with random people, but Wrestling Observer Radio said that it seems like all signs point to WWE is looking to sell to NBC. Which was predicated by the sale of Peacock. So. Chew on that. Shades, what say ye? I could see it. I could definitely see the sale to Peacock, uh, to, Peacock to NBC. 
Um, viewers, the viewership has been going down for both Raw and SmackDown. Well, I mean, I bad out of hell. I think um, this week's Raw was at an all-time low in 30 years. The the lowest in 30 mm-hmm. years, which was 1.4. And then in their third hour, they did a 1.3. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1.1, excuse me. In mm-hmm. the, the last hour, they, they did a 1.1. Mm-hmm. A 1.1. Now, that's not good. No, no, they it's didn't. Not. They didn't have. They did not have Monday Night Football to con, um to to contest with. Mm-hmm. They have playoffs with NHL playoffs with uh the NBA, but they're not pulling in crazy numbers anyway. Mm-hmm. What what do you do? You sell to NBC. You pack up, you buy a yacht, you sail around the world for a little while. What happens to the booking? What happens to the superstars? What happens to us as wrestling fans? Um, you and I have not been able to stomach Raw, I want to <laughs> say, for the better months. part of six months. Months. Yep. <clears throat> If they sell to NBC, one, they're obviously cutting down contracts to to make it a better sale, uh, more, better sale for NBC. Mm-hmm. But eh, I don't know, man. NBC is going to get had if they buy WWE right now. Yup. Because although they're not losing money. Because they're they're only paying for the Thunderdome, and having to pay like they probably agreed upon a, a set price, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. They don't have to pay fees for different venues until July. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't, man, my thoughts on this is, if they're selling. If the rights to to SmackDown sold to Fox for what four million dollars, four billion dollars, or something like that, mm-hmm. and their streaming services was sold for what four uh, a billion, four billion dollars, something I like that. I want to say four bills, something like that. To sell the entire company. Oh, how can they share? All right, so. I'm not familiar. I'm like I'm not like privy with stocks, mm-hmm. but this is an open traded company, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Publicly traded, yeah. Publicly traded. You sell, like, to and like you're selling your shares to to NBC. Is this what's going going to happen? Like, I I don't understand. Like, what if I have stock in WWE? So the way it works is, um. How much? So the the entire um, ownership equity of the company is divi- is divided up in in stock percentages, right? And mm-hmm. so how much stock you own also equates to how much money you get from profit. Um, and when it's a, a company like this that has a board, 
it also gives ownership um, and controlling stake. So in order to have controlling stake of a company, you have to have 51% of the shares. If I'm not mistaken, Vince, Stephanie, and Triple H combined own the 51%. And so they have other board members and other stockholders who own percentages but don't own the 51. So while they get to profit and or lose money on the product, they have no controlling say. So if Vince decides he wants to sell, he can sell. Now, mm-hmm. the problem with that is because they're all st- there's uh, vested stockholders, it has to be the if I'm not mistaken, the sale any sale has to be approved by the board, which is why WWE was sued um, by stockholders for their Saudi Arabia deal. Because the stockholders claim that they were never privy to any of that information. Um, but if I'm if I understand this correctly, <clears throat> if whoever has controlling stake of the company, whether it's Vince or the three of them combined, if they decide to sell the 51 to anybody, then they have every right to do that. And whoever buys that 51 would then have controlling stake of the company. Okay. Uh, all right, because I just opened up uh, the stock market app that I have, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at their um their buy their shares. Yeah, fifty six dollars eighty three cents to buy a share. Jesus, that's nothing. You said fifty three dollars, fifty six dollars, fifty six dollars for one share, for one share. So have one share of WWE. Yeah. Let me see so, uh, I know that if you buy stock for the Green Bay Packers, mm-hmm. you're an, <laughs> you essentially own that percentage of the Green Bay Packers. Right. So if you buy like 1%, you're a 1% owner of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I and mean, that's how equity works. Yeah. Um, but I don't that's what I'm trying to look. I'm trying to see if that... I don't think that one share equates to the 1%, though. No, no, no. no it's not. It's not even close. I think it's like 0.000000000. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's literally throwing a, a drop of blood in the entire ocean. Yeah. You would have to like put down, and that's the thing with companies like WWE, like these big, massive corporations. You have to throw in a lot to make anything. That's why yeah. you want to get in on the company when it's still, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not up and coming when it's still an upstart. If you can get in on a company while it's you know fresh in the market you know if it's a, if it's an upstart and it hits then money 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 you know like me i have my stock on um some hl mining thing mm-hmm. i think i bought two shares at like five dollars a piece mm-hmm. and i'm up i'm up like 22 dollars right now okay was that cryptocurrency 
No, the oh. cryptocurrency is it, you to buy like one share of cryptocurrency, you need thirty six thousand dollars. That's insane. Yeah, I don't mess with that stuff. Me no, me no have that money. You know what would have been smart, and I'm mad that we didn't do this. The is, GameStop thing? No, not the GameStop thing. And I knew this too. Like this is like common knowledge stuff. Had we bought into a movie theater company, we would have made bank. Because there's during the pandemic, because theaters were closed, their stocks were so low, and now that theaters are opening back up, they're just climbing. So mm-hmm. had we bought in maybe three months ago, and then cashed out like next month, we would have definitely seen a profit. Yeah, uh, I know. Like AMC, mm-hmm. AMC, uh, AMC's uh, stock is steadily rising. Well, it dropped today. No, but I'm saying it was in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. It has been steadily rising. Yep. Yep. I mean, it dropped three dollars and forty three cents today. Right now, its shares are at forty. Uh, why are we talking about stocks right now? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, I mean, um, they could they could be signed to NBC, and it would be a whole new ball game because then it's not owned and ran by one person like it is with Vince McMahon. Well. Technically not owned and run by one person, but let's be real. Vince McMahon runs the show, right? Mm-hmm. But if they sell out, no, not I don't mean to sell out, but if they sell and get out, then who's, like you said, how does booking work? They would then have, like the entire structure of the company would have to change. They would have to hire a head booker instead of having everything fall on Vince, which might be best to be honest. Um, but yeah, in, instead of just Vince McMahon, the chairman of the board who makes all the final decisions, you would hire a head booker <clears throat> or potentially one head booker and then three individual bookers for your three shows, which I think might be the best option to be honest. Yeah. So it's, it, I don't know. It's all, it's look, it's all speculation at this point, but. It would be a fascinating day when that happens. And let's be real. Vince is not getting any younger. So the likelihood of this happening is only going to increase. How old? He's got to be in his like late 70s, right? Early 70s, something, something like that. Something like that. Let me see. Let me pull that up real quick. Vince McMahon. Mahon. I'm going to say Vince 77. Mc... Close. 75. Ah, I went over. Damn, Vince is 75 years old, bro. Yeah, man, bro, sell. Get out. Enjoy your grandkids. Like, for for the first time in, like, 50 years, take a breath, bro. Wow. Enjoy your grandkids. That's what I'm saying. Enjoy your grandkids. Relax. He's got so many grandkids, and like I, I I'm not gonna speculate on what their relationship is like, but man, dude, chill out, take a breather. He's been in the in the wrestling industry, I for I, 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 it's got to be fifty years by now. Yeah, yeah. He started as an announcer with uh, the WWWF with his father, and then he's been with like wrestling for as long as i've been alive that's 30 years so according to wiki 
he first got involved with WWF in 69. So, yeah, that's 52 years? I'm not going to pretend to do math calculator. I'm only doing that because it's my mother's age. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to pretend to do math. I'm buzzing with the calculator. 20, 2021, come on, 2021, minus 19, yeah, 52, 52 years, I think it's time, like, it's okay, it's okay, Vince, it's okay, but anyway, folks, anything else, Shades, you, you want to, uh, do we even have and there was a professional wrestling. There are yeah. good seeds. Uh, they are some bad seeds. They are some bad seeds. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest. That is professional wrestling. My good seed is going to go. Rush. No, sir. Oh. My good seed is going to go to the potential. For whatever Dory Prange decides to do with herself. Oh, Lord. That's right. My bad seed goes to just the nonsensical releasing of all these wrestlers. I don't, WWE, what are you doing? What are you doing? Braun, Alistair, Ruby, come on, what are you doing? Lana, all right, whatever. Santana, okay, who cares? Murphy, meh. But come on, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? <clears throat> My, um, my bad seed is definitely the releases for sure. Um, my good seed, I don't have. I do not have a good seed this week. Not even uh, Steve uh, Macklin, especially Steve <laughs> Macklin. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have a good seed, man. All right, that's that's. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna fake the funk this time. I understand. That's fair. That's fair. Well, anyway, folks, that's gonna wrap up this week's episode. You've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples, Apples, slash Grapples, the number two Apples. You don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Podcasts, you got Apple Podcasts, you got iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook, Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Instagram.com slash Grapples, Apples. Again, that's Grapples, the number two Apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible, because we appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, Mr. Certified, the Godfather. Whatever you need me to be, that's who I'm because, baby, that's who I is. Join remotely by my hetero light mate. Tell him who you are, baby. The man of the hour. The man with the power. Too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop. Rise to the top. Your boy. The general. Your champion. Your god. Shades. Don't forget to check out all of our episodes from last week, this week, next week, and every other week. Because an apple a day keeps the bad wrestling away. Peace! Your god. <laughs>